This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Doug hates candy wrappers, greeny baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Everybody, my name's Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. I love somebody threw in an and, and this is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from the UCB Theater in Hollywood on Tuesday, August nineteenth, twenty fourteen. Wolf of Wall Street, Fight, Terminator Two, Judgment Day of the Dead, Milwaukee, Tall, The Presidents, Men in Black, Fisher King, Ralph. And- Dog Day, Afternoon Delight, Sleep Perfect, Murder by Death Wish 3, and me, Ghost. I'm interrupting Ghost on October 5th at the Alamo Draft House in Yonkers. World's End of Watchmen, Don't Leaving Las Vegas Food. La Jingle, All the Wayne's World's Fastest Indiana Jones of the Temple of Doomsday. Do you think if I keep adding titles that people will be really bored with that by uh, the end of the year. I was, my intention was to go the whole year, but I was, I was fading. <laughs> Thank you, Minneapolis, Sam Fran, and Boise for another uh, great weekend of shows. This week I'll be at the Tempe, Arizona Improv. Tonight, if you're listening on Wednesday, too late if you're listening on Thursday or after. <laughs> uh, Friday, I'm taping a one-hour stand-up special in Seattle, Washington at the gorgeous Neptune Theater Two shows, only 15 bucks gets you in, so uh, come down for that. Uh, let's take a look in the prize bag. There's some interesting things. Somebody brought a slim, really long Slim Jim twin pack, original style. <clears throat> I, w- I wouldn't need it. It's got, uh, it's got a lot of sugars in there. 
Uh, but uh, looks delicious. Um, I believe this might be a uh, Douglas Movies T-shirt. I'd be accurate about that, and it's probably uh, like an extra, extra large. So that's something you can uh, live in if uh, if you need to. We've got some other, a lot of fun, uh, odd things in here. Um, I got this uh, recently. I wish I, oh, it was in Minneapolis. I made a joke during my act about there's, there's a street in Minneapolis, everybody knows it, called Hennepin, and, I, and it's got some bars and stuff on that street. And uh, I said that it sounds like a, you know over-the-counter drug. Last night I got really fucked up on Hennepin. <laughs> and a guy brought me like a real-looking real prescription bottle that says Hennepin on it. <laughs> and uh, inside is Skittles. <laughs> so good luck to the winner figuring out what to do with that. <laughs> I don't know if you want to mess with that. We got a copy of uh, Gateway Doug 2 Force Fun and uh, something I got to pull out of here. I've been walking around with this bag all day because I've been like uh, just doing, oh shit, running a bunch of errands. Yeah, and one of the uh, things I had to do today was I had to renew my uh, weed card. (laughs) My uh, recommendations in this, they give me a nice folder with my certificate. (laughs) But look at this, officer. And in California, the cop was going to be like, it's $100 either way, dude. Don't, don't fucking work up a sweat. But I think it's good to get your license, your uh, weed card, because, um, you know, it just, if the numbers are huge, it's, it's just another sign that, you know, everybody's into it and, and it, it should just be flat out legal and we shouldn't have to fool around with a, a doctor that's like, oh, let's, let me look at your chart. All right, that's uh, 25 bucks. Thanks for coming. Ask me about how I've been feeling. (laughs) No, every year when I go in, they're going, so is it working out for you, your medicine, your your medication? Yeah, it's working out great. (laughs) I came to renew because I want to keep doing it. (laughs) Didn't renew just on the off chance. I guess that that wouldn't be a bad thing to do. Even if you give it up, renew your license. Just have it. Just always have it. Just a solidarity. Um... Oh, there's too much to get into. Let's just get these guys out here. Uh, this is going to be a super fun show because we've got uh, two, uh, two new guests that have never done it before, but I think they're both going to be uh, great at it. I have a good feeling about this. Uh, please welcome Dan Schechter, Jeff Tate, and Steven Seagal. Yeah. I, it's amazing. I don't know how we got Jeff Tate uh, again so recently. Since his last appearance. Oh, wow. Okay. It's kind of hoping you wouldn't sit right next to me, but uh, it's a little intimidating. But uh, okay, uh, the shirt has to go this way. Can I just have it? Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Uh, let's let's save save him for last. Uh, let's first let's say hi to Jeff Tate, everybody. Jeff Tate's here. Hello, everybody. And what'd you bring for the bag? You always bring some fun uh, items for the bag. You're very thoughtful, like a like a boyfriend <laughs> of whoever's gonna win this prize bag. You you brought a book. I brought a book, but this one is a real one. What do you mean it's a real one? I usually bring those uh, terrible novelizations. Oh, okay. Like another forty-eight hours. <laughs> but this one is called Unknown Man Eighty Nine. 
And is the Elmore Leonard book? Yeah, let me just skip relevant. ahead to explain why the the relevance. Yeah, uh, I should have done this in the other in other order. <laughs> uh, Jeff and I were lucky enough to see in uh, Traverse City at the film festival there a few weeks back. Uh, we got to see a new movie that's based on an Elmore Leonard novel, and uh, and it was directed by this gentleman right here, Dan Schechter, and we loved it. It's called Life of Crime, <laughs> and. Uh, he was all like coming up to us, like, "Hey, I, li- I listen to Douglas movies," and we were like, "We can't wait to see your movie because we saw it like the last night." So we were friends yeah. before we saw his movie. Yeah. So that may have colored our reaction a little bit. I don't think it did. <laughs> you loved it. You I fucking really loved, loved it. it. Like yeah. I, I look over at you and you just be like so happy. <laughs> that could work against you know the person. You can walk in and just be real bummed that their thing sucks and you have to pretend the whole rest of the time you're around. That, that you like well, it. yeah. Well, that's why I didn't see <laughs> Owner's movie. And we should talk about how. <laughs> oh, everyone knows. We should talk about that's yeah. not that's not why I didn't see it. I mean, I you know I'm sure I would like to see it at some point, but it's a it, it also doesn't already sound like necessarily my cup of tea. Okay, but. I like him, though, as a person, and uh, I respect him. And he even he kept bugging me that he wants me to be in one of his movies, and I, I think I, I'll probably say yes to that. I think I did say yes to that. I think ex- especially because expectations will be so low, people will be shocked how great Orner's movie is, Summer of Blood. Like, I would recommend people going to see it. He's a friend of mine, like the truth be told, but I like was, I was shocked how much I loved his film. His performance in the podcast was not the man that I think you, even you've come to know and love a little, maybe. I like him a lot more. That, yeah. that night, I was just like, I want him out of here. All and right, then, yes, And then I agree. he got up and left, and usually <laughs> he, he left right away when I said it's time to go. And from yeah. that moment on, the respect started go, you know, flowing. <laughs> you know, because I was like, thank you for that. And then, when, and then he didn't wait around. No. He wasn't, like, mad later. When he saw <laughs> us later, he was like, hey, sorry about what happened. The first thing out of his mouth. Yeah. It was just like, okay, guy, guy got a little uh, out of his depth and f- freaked out and uh, walked away at the right time. And then we did a comedy panel, and he was funny on the comedy panel. We did a panel the next morning at 9.30 a.m., and he was there on time. Yep. And sober. And sober <laughs> and uh, friendly, and, but a really good panelist. Like, it was funny when it was his turn to speak. It was amazing, wasn't it, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, it did not feel like the same guy. All right, we got to get we got we have we got another guest to introduce over here. Yeah. So let's just uh, are you are you doing all right? Can eat you all. So you uh, actually brought uh, Jeff uh, Steven Seagal film. What? Yeah, no, he I brought. Oh, I brought it. Oh, you did. I did bring. Oh, that seems like something that Jeff would bring. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, I brought a. I my... brought a good movie. Did I tell you? Wait, guys. Yeah, you turn this into a dojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want. I don't want. I don't want you guys to turn it into a dojo. <laughs> uh, I brought that movie from my personal collection. It still works. Oh, yeah, I should mention it's VHS. Solid. um, You can prop a window open with it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I wouldn't recommend it as a doorstop, though, because you may want to watch it again at some point, and a doorstop, it might get crushed. Again and again. It's a very, very good film. But I I brought other things as well. Okay, what what else? else Oh, you brought this Slim Jim twin pack. Yeah, that's high protein. Uh... If you've gone a couple of days not being able to afford a meal, that'll get you through. 
And then, uh, it's protein for when you're high. Speaking of protein, I got two Pops hot dogs in here. Oh, awesome. I know some people are worried those might not have been in there. And then uh, who brought Mel Gibson payback? I did. Oh, that was you? Yeah. You think this is good? Yeah. <laughs> the director's cut. It says at the bottom, he's back with a vengeance. This was, this was the first movie in the intended series, I believe, but he was already <laughs> back with a vengeance. No, he leaves at the beginning. I'll say this about... Like, he's uh, there, and then he leaves, and then he comes back all during the credits. I'll say this about Mel Gibson. He's washed up. Spin Magazine said, Sly, edgy carnival of violence. Yeah. Carnival? Yeah. Because don't you remember the soundtrack? It was like. Everybody has a different way of singing that tune. Uh, we also have from Jeff Tate. We have a copy of his uh, CD, newly released CD called "Just Another Clown." Also, be sure to check out "Afternoon Everybody." His uh, his just almost kind of sad obsession with Cheers <laughs> has manifested itself in, into a podcast. Where you can just sit around, you can just talk about it with with just abandon. Yeah, for with anybody. I don't know what is sad about that. Who who of the Cheers cast would be like numero uno on your want to get on afternoon everybody as a Ted Danson. Ted, okay. So let's go after Ted Danson, everybody. I'm sure he's a big tweeter. (laughs) Maybe I'll run into him in a pot circle somewhere. I think I've run into uh, a number of people that know John Ratzenberger, so I think that might be a little. Oh yeah, you think you'd be able to get him? What? I know John. What'd you guys work together on? Uh, we didn't work together. I actually did some, uh, I like to call it lawn artistry for him about three or four years ago. <laughs> wait, wait, lawn artistry and, and, and three fingers ago? No, about three or four years ago. Oh, three or four years yeah. ago. I thought you had more lingo with three fingers ago. <laughs> oh, no. How long ago was it, Cheech? Oh, three fingers. Yeah, three or four fingers. That kind of thing. I put a, like some bonsai trees in his house, and then I worked uh, security at his daughter's party. I was going to say, why does it say security on your hat? That's uh... in case, case anybody's hiring. <laughs> I thought you were like coming on, like maybe talk about your newest movie or whatever. I do. Gunshot Hitman comes out October 11th. It's got the. What's like, that about? Uh, it's a got. It's on a guy. Uh, there's a gunshot in the Hitman. It's really good. Uh, the, the dude from the white dude from CSI's in it. <laughs> Ted Danson. <laughs> How white? How white is he? Like the real white guy. Oh, uh, David Caruso. No, he's yeah. been around for a long time, and he puts his eyebrows together when he thinks. They all do that on that show, don't they? William, uh, not William Peterson. I think you just described Gumby. <laughs> no, white dude. It's I'm CSI, white. damn it. Uh, yeah, that comes uh, on October 11th. Who brought this Coleman... Uh, was this you, Steven? It is, yes. Is that why I call you Steven? You can call me Steven or Master Seagal. <laughs> Oh, it's easy to choose between those two. Uh, this is a, a Coleman poncho? It is a poncho. Um, just the, I go to Vegas. Sweet, says one guy who yeah, probably oh, didn't bring a name tag. It's high quality, uh, in case you ever you know, get stuck out in the rain and you're hitchhiking or anything like that. Those really hold up. But All right. I'd use it to protect, protect the books and the CDs and the DVDs and the VHS. However you got to take this care is of an amazing prize bag. Let's hear it for the prize bag, everybody. Yeah, good stuff. And that's not all. I forgot about this fancy lighter somebody made for me that's like, <laughs> if I pulled this out anywhere, that would 
seemed like maybe I was up to some shit. Like trying to go, hey kids, wanna lighter? Um, <laughs> what did you bring, Dan? You brought some uh, movie swag, I hope. Uh, oh yeah, I went to uh, Amoeba Music. You know, I'm not from from LA, so that place was real cool. And uh, there was a copy of, of a movie I made previously that was really small called Supporting Characters, which is for everybody. And then my new movie's based on an Elmore Leonard novel, so I got Get Shorty, which I don't know people have seen as a movie. It's also an amazing book. The first thing I ever read from. Elmore Leonard, you got an Elmore Leonard book in there too. I don't know if you yeah. got the chance to. Uh... No, there are two Elmore Leonard books in the prize bag. That CD was for Camille uh, <laughs> Nanjiani because uh, he loves X Files, but uh, he, uh, it was only a dollar. Yeah, Camille was one last week and had the option to come back this week, but he decided instead that Comedy Central insisted that he uh, promote his TV show that they have. I think that's what he said. Well, I hope so, the winner enjoys it nonetheless. Be there. Exactly. I, I turned down X Files. <laughs> You turned down watching the, the X-Files? <laughs> no, being in it. As what? Scully. What kind of mod? <laughs> oh, music from the uh, soundtrack for the motion picture Out of Sight. I Out, love Out, Out of Sight. Yeah. I, I bet you this album's awesome. I bet you it's a lot of... I wanted to get the, uh, the Jackie Brown soundtrack, but they didn't have that in the dollar bin. But I thought Out of Sight was fun, because that's also more Yeah, it's got some... Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. No, no. That's... And then you got some bottle caps there in your hand, which I also got from Mel's Diner. And uh, I used to like those a lot. So hope you guys enjoy it. And you said, oh, the book version yeah. of Get Shorty. Um, how, how adapted was Get Shorty? Like, could another filmmaker come along and make a, a Get Shorty that's closer to the book that would seem quite different? Uh, no, I think they did an excellent job. It's a good movie. People seem to like it. I, I wouldn't go back and remake that one. Be Cool, which is the sequel, maybe could have been a superior product. Maybe in the end. I don't know if anybody's seen that. No, that's straight garbage from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the book I brought, Unknown Man 89, like, yeah. it's a really good Elmore Leonard book. It's about a guy who's like 36 or so, smokes a lot of cigarettes, kind of a dirtbag. Maybe you want to make that into a movie. And uh, me, yeah. Like if you could think of somebody that seems like that character who could be in it, who Jeff maybe... and I saw a documentary at the Traverse City Film Festival called 1971, and one night we got really worked up about convincing Dan that he should get the rights and direct the movie version, yeah, the fictionalized <laughs> version. Sold the shit out of that documentary. I, uh, did you see it? No, it sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't know how to track it down. I'm gonna yeah, you got to see it. 1971. It it's pretty cool. What were you doing in 1971, Mr. Master Seagal? Training. Uh, <laughs> I reached seventh level Dan in Aikido. I was the first person to open a uh, dojo in the Western Hemisphere. Wow. What's the cutoff there, Western Hemisphere? Like what? Oh, it's like uh, it's like Lost three bucks. No, it's like <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> it's like three blocks past Hawaii. <laughs> All right. Uh, like, was I you, supposed to bring a book? By the way, everybody brought a book, so I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of a weird. Uh, I don't. Own, I, don't I, I don't own a book. I guess so. You know, maybe if you have a book, you want to get rid of it. Oh, don't you also have a poster, Dan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got a poster for my movie too. For Dan, the, you for brought the a poster from uh, Life of Crime, well. and, 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 and sincerely, it's a really if you like uh, not only Get Shorty but uh, Out of Sight or uh, Justified. Out of sight and justified. One of the things I love about both of those is the um, the scene where the a bad guy who's about to do something bad accidentally kills himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
nothing makes me laugh harder than a dude with like bravado or it's just a stupid dude just accidentally kills himself and like it's a great way to just like uh, you know as a writer and a viewer just just not have to worry about that person anymore I don't think that's ever happened in a Seagal movie not to worry about somebody Oh no! You no, got no! To. I don't think anybody's ever uh, actually killed themselves. Any of the bad guys. You, you dispatch everybody. Oh no! I marked for death. I used. I ripped the guy's arm off and used it to shoot himself with a gun. <laughs> so that sort of counts. He still had the gun in his hand. Yeah, I ripped, and it, you, I ripped it off. And then I. You I thought up. maybe the arm being off wasn't going to be fate, fatal enough. I have rules when I make a movie. Like in every movie that I do. Uh, someone's limb, a limb has to be ripped off. I have to beat someone with a broken pool cue and also uh, put like a, like a sock with something in it. I have to beat somebody with something like that. So, Also, Dan, I wanted to ask you, uh, if you got any time afterwards and you're willing to buy dinner, I'd be like... I'd, <laughs> uh, I'd like to talk to you about remaking Under Siege. I thought I could play uh, Gary Busey's part. No, like, what if this time it was, like, in a really tall office building? Yeah. Or on a bus. No, 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 it's, like, in an office building. And I'm just spit, I'm just going to spitball here, but, like, maybe it's in an office building and, uh, tour, like, a terrorist take over, like, a Christmas party. And then, or tourists. Uh, or, like, what if tourists were just there and you just killed all the tourists? Yeah, that's a... That'd could, be pretty fun. If international buy it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? That's your slogan? I yeah. Think- I All think right. we'll, we could discuss after the show, and that sounds like uh, I'd love to work with you. I think I'm the most excited on this whole panel that you're here. I'm sure Thanks. a lot of people at home just want to discuss your career and kind of the films that you made. I mean, I've been on A-list celebrity star since 1988. Yeah. You know, I, I do signings at the local Chili's. <laughs> like your credit card slip? What? No, no, no. What do you think? <laughs> I, uh... I stand up at the front, and when people come in and tell me how many they are with and how many they want to eat, I sign their name. <laughs> yes, Master Seagal, don't uh, don't pay Jeff. No, never mind. It's one of our more. It's probably a good thing Kumail isn't here because you'd have uh, you'd have two of them coming at you. Oh, I can handle two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that in some of your films, and like that's uh, you know the, the villains rarely attack two at a time like that, but with you, uh, they uh, yeah. did it and still failed. In Exit Wounds, I choked a dude with my ponytail. <laughs> It was cut out. It was cut out because uh, DMX was checking his beeper in the background. <laughs> there's a, I don't remember the name of it, but there's a movie you're in with uh, Randy Travis. Mm-hmm. And R. there's R. a gas, no, he's, he's alive. The, it, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are like yelling. You sort of lose touch with the people you work with. No, I just happen to know some things, but you keep going. What? Oh, I don't want to break that kind of news on this show. He tries to, Randy Travis tries to kill you by pouring gasoline on the ground from a gas tank, like at a gas station. I don't burn. And then uh, throws, well, it seemed like you were worried about it, because you seem nervous in the movie. You're a good actor. That's what I mean. Like, you seem nervous. And then he threw a candle Mm -hmm. at the gasoline, and then you used a gun to shoot the fire off the candle and no. you saved everybody and somehow the the bullet didn't start a fire right. you want to know something else about that I would love to know anything about that one take 
So Dan, uh, you brought a copy of your your first film, right? You've done two films now. Yeah, I mean, not as many as some other people, but yeah, that's that's my first movie. It was a lot less, you know, money and everything, but uh, it's a heartfelt story that I'm proud. Supporting of. characters, and it stars uh, Alex Karpovsky, who uh, people know from uh, as the grumpy uh, coffee shop owner in uh, Girls. Are you a fan of Girls? I haven't heard you talk about Girls. I do. I do like Girls. Yeah, I like, I it, like too. it a lot. But because of guys like him, like he's just like uh, he was in her film Tiny Furniture as well, yeah. and uh, he's just instantly he's plays annoying characters who are strangely likable. He's a good actor and a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There you he's going to be on Douglas Movies one time. Last minute cancellation. Never heard about it again. It's an asshole. So yes, <laughs> now we're getting to it. He had to go to that coffee shop job. <laughs> Dan, between Out of Sight, Jackie Brown, and Get Shorty, do you have a favorite? Jackie of the... Brown is my favorite of all those movies. I love it a lot. I love it a lot. What's kind of cool about my I don't want to you know, go on about my movie because it's supposed to be no, funny. No, but I but... think it leads you right into your movie because, explain why. Well, there's, some, there's two characters from Jackie Brown in my movie that Sam Jackson wrote. You're so proud of yourself that you made this segue. Uh, but I love... I love Jackie Brown You're because uh, it's the closest experience I had to reading one of his one of his books. It's a good movie, and uh, it's my favorite Elmer Leonard adaptation that there's, yeah, there's yeah. been. So. Most deaf is young uh, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. and uh, John Hawke's amazing actor is young Robert De Niro. Yeah, uh, and uh, and it's just interesting to think about, but it's a completely you know separate story. That's why I was so psyched that you liked it, because I, I listen to this podcast, I love it, and I'm still like a fanboy for the movie, because I just love Tarantino and Elmer Leonard, and I was really proud, and just I couldn't believe I got to make it, it was like a dream thing, so it's just all the cooler that it's sort of obliquely related to that movie that I that I love, that ages like, like wine. <laughs> I, I love it, I mean, yeah. you know, we were all having a blast up there in, in Traverse City, it's, it's, it's beautiful out there, and we were just watching movies and hanging out, and drinking whenever you go to a party there during this festival they hand you a glass when you walk in like a fancy weird shaped like kind of like a Fabergé egg shaped glass and it says Traverse City Film Festival on the side of it and then you just go booze up with your glass at a bunch of different boozing stations throughout the party at every one of their parties and nobody ever takes the glass there's like cars parked right there and stuff because they're outside Nobody ever takes their glass and just smashes it against a car. <laughs> that would be so cool. I don't know how everybody, people get really shit-faced. Like, owner never took his glass and just smashed it against something. We don't he might have dropped it accidentally. We don't know what he did when he left the show. <laughs> there was 30 minutes where he was unaccounted Are you saying with these glasses you get unlimited refills? <laughs> <laughs> Like no charge. <laughs> I'm in. It's like what happens at Chili's. Oh yeah. <laughs> what time are we gonna be done? My shift's at nine thirty. There, there's a movie I like called Executive Decision. I don't know if you remember that, yeah. but uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, you got uh, to yeah. be in that with me. Yeah. Halle Berry got to be in that with me. Your that character? was, I'd say, that's probably uh, probably top two with Under Siege, right? And maybe Dark Territory. I like Dark Territory a lot. Well, he doesn't last too long. It kind of like the first. I don't want to give it away, but yeah, your don't character, give it away. You know, a lot of people still want to. He kind of makes the ultimate sacrifice pretty early in the movie. It's like five minutes. It's a very meaningful, like memorable performance. But you're gone pretty quick from that movie, and I I like the rest of it a lot. It was it was a good 
It's a yeah. good rest of the film. I probably had a tournament that day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of tournament? No, on a keto tournament. I did a series of under- <laughs> I did a series of underground tournaments in the early '90s where it was just me and Jean Claude Van Damme, and I kicked the shit out of him every time. He would, he would always go to do the splits, and I just would kick him in the nuts. <laughs> That's not honorable. What's that? That's not honorable. Oh, it was underground. Showing off with the splits move. That's, uh, yeah. that's not cool. It was underground. Come on, be cool. Underground fight. <laughs> now, look at him. He's riding fucking semis with his feet, and I'm here. <laughs> so, Dan, you had to like sit there and think for a while and then come up with a movie where Steven Seagal is uh, you know, dead soon into it? No, I, th- I thought of it What's like What's another one of your today? favorites of his? Um, I, I, I actually do kind of like Under Siege 2 a little bit. Not like, not like sincerely, but like ironically, it's a pretty great well, bad Well, it's kind sequel. of like, look, if you look at it now, Eric you, can, you should like watch it as a yeah. low-budget uh, <laughs> Snowpiercer. <laughs> like a Snowpiercer they spent even yeah. less money on. With no message at all. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and you just, it's just it's about a mission of getting Katherine Heigl to network television. Like, he has to get his daughter to television. Oh, that was and he Catherine succeeded. Heigl. He got her to great anatomy and now we're stuck with her biggest <laughs> biggest mistake of my career which part just working with Catherine Heigl really oh yeah she, she was like a youngin though in that well, she was cute rude. little girl no, she was rude then she always bumped in line at craft services table <laughs> and I'll never <laughs> I told her then she was like eight years old and I was like I hope you die alone Wow. <laughs> that seems kind of like uh, I haven't done a lot of spiritual work. Seem I seem to tell. fit into your spiritual side. Yeah, but I can tell where somebody's gonna go with their chi, and uh, her chi was going straight down. Uh, never interfered with your work, though. Like, I don't think I never noticed. No, now I'm you know I'm sorting out things in Russia. Everything's good for Stephen. I you know Buzzfeed's <laughs> gonna pick this up. I hope. You saying I hope she goes straight to heaven. <laughs> oh, she's so, a great girl. Oh, okay, great. Glad you threw that in there. Um, <laughs> I'd ask you guys about what movies you've seen, but we're running dreadfully late, and I want to. Uh, I want to. I just want to take a moment to say, let the games begin, <laughs> gentlemen. Pick your name tags from this dazzling array in the shadows. Let's bring the lights up. You guys go pick who you want to play for. Oh, man. My and while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back after some messages from our awesome sponsors. And we're back. Who are you playing for, Dan? Uh, I, got, I got Cooper over here, which uh, I presume is the last name of the... No? First name. Okay, cool. Cooper. And it's a very funny Photoshop picture with Kumail Nanjiani and uh, Mark Maron. And they're sort of going to war here. And, uh, you know, so that little effort was put Oh, in. instead of Bruce Willis and uh, Don John. Yeah. So I burned some calories, and I appreciate that. I, I kind of like it more than the ironically lazy ones, you know, when I see. These are good. Cooper. Nice selection. Very directorial of Thank you. Thank uh, you. That's cool. Jeff. I'm playing for Quentin. And <laughs> Quentin made a, quite an art project. It's like a box it's that's a, cut open <laughs> and... It says Harry Potter and the Prismoner of Pakistan. And whatever. Fuck Quentin. 
What, yeah, what does Prismoner mean? It's uh, Kumail's character on Adventure Time. Oh, Kumail's character on Adventure Time. A lot of Kumail fans time. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> they really expected... They, wait, last week he said, yeah, I'll come back. And then uh, this, this is what happens. Uh, what did you pick, Stephen? Uh, it says, forgetting Marshall. So his name is Marshall. Yeah, and it's got people on the front holding hands. It's got Mark Wahlberg on there. He's a good dude. Well, that reminds me, to determine who goes first in the Leonard Maltin game today, let's do some lines with Mark. Uh, Mark Wahlberg couldn't be here tonight, but he pre-recorded a line from a movie for us to uh, play for you guys. And, uh, you know, he hasn't discussed, I'm the only person that knows what the line is. And Ryan, of course, in the booth knows, but uh, let's just quickly go down. Dan, you do not know. Jeff, no? No. We Master both of us do not Seagal, know. Master you do not know? I do not. I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right. Do I go in the first? That's like the people in the exit row on the plane when they make you make, you make eye contact and say, yes. Like, will you help me in the case of emergency? Yes. It's the worst. But you don't know me. I always say I yes, always and I really don't think away. I will. <laughs> no, I, I, will not, I will not just help them. I will be in charge. Yeah, no. After the flight attendant leaves, I, I double check with everybody. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you look me in the fucking eye. You tell me we're getting off this plane. It works. All right, so Mark's going to say a line uh, from a, a motion picture, hopefully a classic one. He gets to pick, so uh, he's, you know, he's a, uh, he's a, have you run into him at all, Stephen? Yeah. We were supposed to do two guns together. Were you in two guns? I was supposed to be in two guns. It's not important. You were going to be like the Denzel Washington role in two guns? Yeah, I originally was. Oh. What, what went wrong? Uh, I, they kept saying that, like, I must have not been... They must have not been getting my emails or something. Oh, so you were just asking if you could be in it? No, I ran, in, I ran into one of the executives. I, I waited outside Paramount Studios because for some reason I didn't have a walk-on. And uh, they just said, oh, we didn't get your email. I couldn't understand because he wouldn't roll his window down. But he pretty, I should have I been in that. Okay, first person to say the name of this movie out loud, uh, uh, you know, while or after uh, Mark says a line from it is going to be our uh, our winner. Let's hear that right now. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. I got it. Diner. When Harry. <laughs> Harry Mazzelli. <laughs> Was it diner? There's food. They eat food in that movie. The people order stuff. Maybe we should just skip the letter mall game. And, oh, who said it? I, Dan. Uh, yeah, Harry met Sally. Yeah, that's who I believe. What's the full title? When Harry met Sally. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, I got one. That takes I'm all the pressure I'm a stickler. I'm a stickler. Yeah, so Fair we'll uh, we'll start with you, Dan, in uh, in the Leonard Malton game. Oh, good. And um, Stephen, you. You you uh, good on the Leonard Maltin game? Have you, have you heard the show before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they had it on in a JCPenney when I was returning some sandals. <laughs> on the radio? It's a weird-ass JCPenney. God, I, would, I, I haven't heard that in any department stores, any kind of podcast. No, no. I never hear Mark Maron yelling at people in, a, <laughs> in the shoe department. 
Um, no, they told me about it backstage how it goes. But I'm oh. pretty, pretty sure I heard it there, too. <laughs> Can't think of what else that would have been. Uh, uh, it might have been a kid next to me on a Greyhound bus to Laughlin, Nevada. I'll, let, way, I'll I, let you go third just to make sure that you, uh, you know, are picking up on what's going on. And, you know, Jeff, of course, has played a lot of times. So how often do you win, Jeff? It's about 50-50. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Good when odds you, for when a you're playing, person, yeah. Yeah, when you're playing three people, yeah. Or, or more oh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, there are three people. <laughs> sometimes there's four. So I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> you are. You get to pick a category. Would you like a Prairie Home Companion? That's movies, of course, that have bestiality in them. <laughs> or, spoiler alert, that's movies where someone is run over by a car. <laughs> Which is, that's got to be fun to direct, right, Dan? Yeah. I'll Somebody do. getting run over with a, with a car? Yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I do. I don't do. think that's a big spoiler. No, yeah, that happens. <laughs> but I'm not going to say to who. Yeah, to who or when. Are you talking about, yeah. Ro- you talking about RoboCop? <laughs> Oh, we're talking about Dan's movie, <laughs> Life of Crime, has a uh, has an awesomely violent uh, person being run over. Yeah. I'll check it out. Thanks again for the plug. You're welcome. <laughs> so that's movies where someone gets run over by a car. Or um, The Day Before Tomorrow, which is movies that take place all in one day. I want, I want that one, The Day Before Tomorrow, please. Right? That narrows it down pretty much. I think so. I think. Let's see what you think of this. Uh, the year is 1986. Two and a half stars from Leonard. Mm. Uh, he calls this movie a saga. I probably This movie's probably come up a few times before on the show. Recently, somebody pointed out that Hoosiers was the answer a couple of times over a couple of the shows. I also noticed that. Yeah, and sometimes I just don't. I, I forget to erase it. And then once we're into it, it's different players. You know, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> Even if it was the same exact players, I could probably play the same movie again, yeah. and they wouldn't get, get it right. So, uh, yeah, so I fuck up sometimes and play the same one twice. You know, Alex Trebek has people say, step in and go, do you need a drink of water? Uh, we'll, we'll cut that part, and we'll try again. Like, sometimes he has to sit down for a while during the tapings. Are you serious? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're so committed to that joke. <laughs> I was going to talk about it until somebody said something. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was a good bit we did, right? Yeah. <laughs> good night, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, so this is a saga. And, um, saga. And uh, Leonard calls it typically uneven. And um, he lists, uh, holy crap, eight, uh, 11, 16 names. 16 names. Two and a half stars from 86. All takes place in one day. How many out of 16 names do you need? Dan Schechter. Director. Eight. Eight names. I like it. Out of 16? Yeah. Cut it it in half. Name it. Sliced it. Really? Yeah, name it. All right. Sorry about that, Master Seagal. Oh, I think I'll still win. We'll be... (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's that's how you that's how Stay you beat the top. bad guys with yeah. that attitude. Tom stayed on top since the eighties. <laughs> what bar is it in town? I've seen you at sometimes. Like you stand by the bull in case somebody hits their head. You're saddle like, Ranch. Yeah, Saddle Ranch. 
They had a great brunch. Oh, you're uh, just in there in the daytime, or you just they let you come by and have the brunch? Oh uh, no, they saved the brunch for me. Oh no! Yeah, you uh, eat the brunch at dinner time? That hollandaise holds up. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then I just. All right, Dan. I'm not going to insult you with uh, all the clues again. Cause, no, because with eight names, you're going to get this. And those clues are useless. <laughs> that also. <laughs> but I think you're going to get this with these eight names. Really? Yeah. Prove me wrong. Christy Swanson, T. Scott Coffee. I think also later just billed as Scott Coffee, but I might be wrong. I think I know what it is. Max Perlick, Louis Anderson. These all just confirm it. Virginia Capers might not. Del Close, the great Del Close was in this movie. And then your eighth name, or is that, that's six. So your eighth, seventh and eighth names are Ben Stein and Charlie Sheen. Oh, good. From 1986. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. That's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's correct. (laughs) Christy Swanson. I don't remember her. Christy Swanson, uh, yeah, just probably a cute, flirty girl for a scene or two, maybe. Uh, But then, you know, they're off on their day in Chicago. I'll take it. There's no other students. Wow, that was a lot of names for Ferris Bueller's. on the road. Wasn't Christy Swanson in Undersea? Was she like the hot blonde in Undersea? No, No, that was Erica Elaniac. Yep. Uh, but she was in. Wait, what's her name again? Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson. She was the, she was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie yeah. version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Dan is on the board. Dan has a point. Yay! That's Team Cooper. <laughs> that means Stephen, we get to start with you, and then we'll go to Jeff, and uh, you get to pick the next category. Name it. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so you might not yeah. still get how this works, but I'll try to uh, I'll Wait. try to talk you through it. Uh, it's really no different from most shows uh, that I do. Um, this next category, I just had to kind of get ready to do this. It's called <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> I say it twice because this is movies that Carl Reiner directed and appears in. I was hoping it was Family Matters related. I wish someone would pick it just because I'm kind of get tired of doing that bit and I'm going to commit to it every time. Uh, At Eric R. Stevens suggested Meals on Wheels and that's movies where there's oral sex in a car. Recently, the answer to that, I believe, was Parenthood, so consider that, uh, that title eliminated. And this one, I think, is still in, in action. Was that three categories? Did I give you three of them? It was two. You're two. giving us one I'll so give you far. one more. What? That was two. You eliminated the Parenthood one. No, I said Parenthood's not the answer. Oh, that's what we eliminate. Okay. Yeah, because that was the last time. I was just double-checking with my team, which is me. <laughs> hey, Doug. I'm on your team. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I just think, you know. If you're hiring. I don't have, a, I don't have any money yet, but uh, when I do, you're going to be the first people I call. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Say by probably like the third person I'll call. Mm, top ten, I'm in. <laughs> I'm not going to need that many people. I just thought I'd have to call two that say no, and then, then you know, you. Deep Fried Bacon. That's a movie <laughs> where Kevin Bacon smokes weed. Which one of those do you like? Carl. Emmett. Can I call you MS? What's that? Nothing. 
Uh, Carl, okay. Yeah, of course you can. You can call me anything. Thank man. you for picking the Carl category. Would you like a movie that Carl Reiner directed and is also in from 1979 or 1987? 87? That might have been like competing with one of your films. Yeah, so let's go 79. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> Two and a half stars from Leonard for this movie that he says is hit or miss. Uh, you know, some funny moments, some very funny moments, but after a while, they're spread pretty thin. Pretty, pretty, pretty thin. And he lists uh, eight people. How many peeps? You think it'll take you to figure out this movie that was directed by Carl Reiner and has an appearance like Carl Reiner in it? I can definitely do it in seven names. I, I was just going to just help you out a little bit. You could rule out all of your movies, right? Carl mm. Reiner's never directed or appeared in any of your films. No. Nope. <laughs> he says seven, Jeff. Six. Apologies to put your hands together. Dan? Yeah, name it. Oh. Hold on. Are you going to come back here next week? Here? The show? Yeah. I'm going to be out of town. I'm sorry. Mm, so maybe slow down over there. <laughs> I'm just saying, tap the brakes a little bit. Some people need this. <laughs> the guests... The guests I have lined up next week are uh, I'm I'm super excited about, but I'm also very nervous that they're gonna they're all gonna cancel on me. That's my. That's I can tell you right now, feeling. I'm free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if you come in second, or even maybe tie for second today, then uh, I'll consider having you back. Yeah, you next know week. I'd really like to do that food eating podcast you do too. <laughs> Fair enough. Just putting that out there. Do you still own any, like, the shikis, or have you sort of changed your vibe to more of a uh, security guy look? This is a formal attire that I'm currently wearing right now. Uh, formal? If uh, Yeah, you know, I got a button-up, go all the way up to the top. Uh, sandals on, though. Yeah, because you never know when you kick them off and it's ready to go. But if, I, you know, if I'm around my house, uh, <laughs> I tend to go with a kimono. And uh, usually just a samurai sword <laughs> on the inside. How many names does Jeff get? All of them. Five. Oh, you, got, you got like four. Five. Man. No, it's more than five. Six? No. Six. It was oh, right. six. Five is what I didn't want to do? Six. Okay. Get confirmation in the audience. Damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. It's great when all the eyewitnesses can agree. <laughs> <laughs> Your six names, Jeff, are Jackie Mason, Bill Macy, Dick Anthony Williams, that's just one name, Richard Ward, Mabel King, and Caitlin Adams in a film that has Carl Reiner in it and he directed it from 1979. Do you have a guess? Is it Oh God? 
That's not a terrible guess, right? He no, may, I, he think may have directed I think it's that. right. No, he may have directed that, but uh, not. Uh, this is a different film we're discussing right now. The uh, remaining names are Bernadette Peters and oh my God, Steve Martin. And uh, what is it, Stephen? It's the jerk. It's the jerk. That's right. You like that sort of thing? Yeah. I like that guy where he has to leave his house carrying all of his possessions in his hands. I've been there. <laughs> That's like the poster. I was looking right at that image as you described it. He's got all of his stuff. He's got a chair and a ping pong paddle. I knew I, I, I should have gone negative eight. <laughs> okay, I mean, I know I just said all the names, but go ahead, try to go negative eight right now. Steve Martin, uh-huh. Bernadette Peters, yes, uh, Jackie Mason, R- Robert you're, Ward. That's it. No, sorry, I got half of them. No, 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 you're in. <laughs> and uh, Jeff over here thinks fifty-fifty is pretty fucking good. So. <laughs> But Dan Schechter's our winner, everybody. I won. Yay. Cool, man. I'm just going to blow out the next uh, Carl Reiner movie right here and now because uh, uh, I don't want to keep this category alive anymore. Uh, two and a half stars from Leonard for this movie uh, who, about a delinquent high school teacher. Uh, of course, Reiner appears in the film as a professor. And the movie has okay pacing, according to Leonard. And he lists... Uh, does anybody think they know it already? Any audience members? What, uh, what he, year was it? He lists the year 87. 87 and he, oh, thanks. Th- thank you, Stephen. Is it marked for death? You're on top, <laughs> you're on top of shit. <laughs> what, a Carl Reiner movie? Did you just point on me on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Courtney Dorn Smith was in this movie. Shawnee Smith. Oh, no I know. It's summer school. Summer school, it's summer school oh, you weirdo. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my defense, I didn't. I thought we were talking about Rob Reiner until till after I bid. <laughs> I in in your Reiner. defense, of course. <laughs> now that I know we're talking about Carl Reiner. That you didn't understand. Uh, but uh, but well done. That was just a little bonus play because uh, Dan is still officially the winner. Uh, hey. Where is uh, Cooper Looper uh, over there? Yeah. Uh, come get all this stuff, dude. Congratulations. Good job. Oh, thank you very much. When you get back to your seat, put all that stuff down. If you could do me a favor, if you could put your stuff down when you get back to your seat. Do you want your sign back is what he was asking you? Um, and if you don't want that Slim Jim, feel free to throw it on back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen will be happy to eat your Slim No, he's going to hang on to it. All right. Um, but uh, could, you, uh, could you take the rubber band off the poster and unf- unf- un- unfurl it for everybody? Because I want everybody to see how fucking cool this movie looks when you look oh, at the poster. Boy. And everybody will make a ooh sound. People at home then, can uh, just Google it, I guess. If you like this sort of thing, if you like Elmore Leonard, you're going to fucking love this movie. Nice. Will Forte, who I uh, texted with today, was is very sad that he couldn't be here tonight, but yeah, he's, he's working fun. on something. He's great. He's in it. Uh, you know, my, my good friend Jennifer Aniston, I've worked with her. And... Uh, 
She's uh, she's great in it. Like it's really. Oh yeah, you were on Friends, right? Is that the? Yeah, my mom friends? calls it Bloomies. <laughs> <laughs> I hear about it on Twitter every time it's on Nick at night. <laughs> and uh, do we have the shitheads on the back of your poster? So, Life of Crime. Where did, when, when and where do people see blank. it, Dan? I don't uh, it's uh, August 29th. It'll be in uh, major cities in America and video on demand. And I hope you guys check it out. It'll mean Just the world to me. And uh, that's it. That's it. That's the whole deal. I'm glad you won, man. Congrats, Coop. Am I supposed to know who that is? No. Okay, cool. Oh, just a friend. Okay, good. Hey. <laughs> just happened. Some sort of like fist I, punching they thing. Don't know, they don't know that I like to go out on a big laugh. They just give me some guy's name. You know, that's not going to leave everybody. I like this asshole right here. <laughs> oh my god that's an intense one mm-hmm. I'm excited I'm excited about that one don't, don't entirely agree with it but I still love that somebody wrote it uh, and just above it don't read aloud so I guess I'm, I'm not going to read it ha <laughs> um, ha Jeff afternoon everybody's a podcast where can people see you live you got some stand up coming up yeah, uh, the Brouhaha, downtown Cincinnati this weekend. I'm on a show on Friday with the Sklar Brothers. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, the first week of October in Skyline at Skyline in Appleton, Wisconsin, and the first week of November at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Very nice. Yeah. Steven, what should we, uh, where should we look for you, man? Uh, doing signatures at the Chili's. Uh, they just cut my shifts down. But I'm there on Tuesdays for lunch and Thursday nights. And then other than that, you could just, uh, I usually hang around the front of this theater. Gunshot Hitman. Gunshot Hitman comes out October 11th with the white dude from CSI. (laughs) Really, you should go see it. It's going to be great. I just want to figure out which white dude you're talking about. The really good looking guy with the square head. Ted Danson? No. Ted Danson? He's been on the show forever. He's on the original one. William the Peterson? Very first one? Yeah, I William said William Peterson, Peterson earlier. You no, his last no. name's like something Eads or something. George Eads. George Eads? Oh. What the fuck? That's. <laughs> How long ago was his character going away? It's been a while, right? Well, I don't even remember that guy. I mean, I, now I know no, who we're talking around. about. He's still around. He was he's just... still in it? No, he just did the movie with me. It comes out October 11th. Called Gunshot Hitman. I heard it's action-packed and that critics are calling it full-blown Eads. Oh. I... <laughs> Definitely get a kick out of it. Uh, thank you to all my guests. Thank you, Dan Schachter. Thank you, Jeff thank you. Tate. Thank you, Master Steven Seagal. Konnichiwa. Look for him in situations where safety is required. And uh, as always, Tim Dimock is a shithead. And people wasting water during a drought because of an ice bucket challenge are shitheads. Now it's time we're done to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes it foggy. There's no room in.